Guys, you're very welcome back to Bless of the Podcast. We're here with another episode today, so we hope you enjoy it. Um, today we're going to be sharing on, actually sharing the gospel. Yeah. So my name is Sarah. And I'm Maria. Great, so we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so first of all, Maria's going to put out a scripture there. Yep, so I'm just going to read from Matthew chapter 28 from verses from verse 18, and this is the New Living Translation version, and it reads, Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So in the book of Matthew, that's the very last verse. So this is kind of coined or called the Great Commission. And this is the instruction that Jesus gives to his disciples to go out and share the gospel and to make disciples of others. And I suppose this is why Christians today, you know, we believe that we are also told and instructed to go out and share the gospel to make disciples. Yeah, because I find, because uh, I was talking about this with you earlier, um, that I don't know if it's with our generation, like would you consider that it's harder our generation to share the gospel or because mm. sometimes I find myself giving excuses even with that and I'd be like oh it's harder for us uh, to like relate or something yeah. sometimes I'll use that almost as an excuse to be like and it's holding me back yeah. then I'm like is it actually harder or what do you think? I mean because you said like harder to relate I think that in a way almost each generation is probably called to share the gospel with their generation right so we can relate at least to others in our generation yeah I mean, is it harder? That's actually a really hard or difficult question to answer. Yeah. Um, What do you think? Uh, Yeah, no, I think because I feel like every generation probably has a way to say that. I don't know, depending (laughs) on what's going on. I find for us because everything just seems to be moving. As time gets closer to, I suppose, Jesus coming back, Mm -hmm. I feel like everything gets more like ungodly Mm -hmm. and everything is kind of gradually, like even I find like a lot of people are moving away from the church. They're very more resistant to the church now. I don't yes. know, maybe it was like that in the past as well. Mm-hmm. But like even like agendas and the way, like just the things they're pushing are very like ungodly now. Mm. And like society's just gone much more immoral compared to even when I was a kid or something, unless I didn't realize. Mm. But it's fine, everything is gradually moving away to being, like Christians are more getting persecuted. Like I felt like it was much easier to talk about even like church or God when I was younger. Because yeah. like if you're in primary school now, I think I was talking to someone recently about this. I think I mentioned it on the podcast before. But like people would almost look at you weirdly if you were like, I go to church. And they'd be like, sorry, what? Whereas yeah. when I was younger, it was not much. It was more normal. So I don't know. Does that yeah. make this? I guess it's become less of the norm that a family would go to church together on a yeah. Sunday morning. So true. Now than it probably would have been, even like you said, when we were children or when our parents were children. Yeah. Um, and I suppose people are becoming more, I suppose the world's become a bit more liberal and a bit more like finding your own truth and finding your own path. And you don't need to, you know, necessarily, I guess people would view it as conforming or kind of 
putting yourself under the authority yeah. of others and instead people want to find their own truth and want to be able to do what they want, when they want, how they want and that that's okay. So I think because that has become more of the norm, yeah, maybe perhaps it's more difficult to share um, you know, the gospel with people. And as well, I suppose some people have been hurt by the church or yeah. kind of, you know, information that's come out about some people who are leaders in the church and so on is not pleasant, is not good and doesn't also doesn't align with scripture anyway. Yeah. Um, and so people kind of view that and say, oh, well, if these are people who are leaders in the church and this is what they've done or this is what they've said, well, I don't agree with that. And if that's what Christianity is, then I don't want it. But the yeah. important, the thing about that is that that isn't what Christianity is. Mm. And so people, you know, will view Christians as being the gospel. And then if, if you know, they disagree with them or things don't align with them, then therefore the entire gospel is out the window, which is yeah. unfortunate because we're all humans and we make mistakes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it'd be good to have some grace, yeah, for that and forgiveness. Um, but as well, I suppose I always kind of would encourage people, and I think I've said this before again, is to read the word for yeah. yourself and mm. and seek God directly and not just through other people. And that's true whether you're a believer or you're not a oh, believer, yeah. right? You always have to check the word and go back to the truth in and of itself mm. to see, okay, is that actually what God says? Is yeah. that actually what God condones? Or like, what does God actually say about how yeah. these people behaved or what these people said? So true. Because even like test the spirit and like, even like Pastor Brand always says on Sundays, the Bereans checked for themselves and they like clarified in scripture. Um, so I find that like now, even like if I'm, I find I listen to teachings less now, as in like through mm -hmm. podcasts and stuff. So I'll make sure to like read the Bible more. Whereas mm -hmm. I used to like listen to teachings more and read the Bible less. Mm, yeah. So I find that's better because then you're kind of, um, I find like a lot of the time today, people will hear, as you're saying, things like somebody will like have their own truth. And somebody else will hear that and they'll just accept it, but they won't research it themselves. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, so like even like with us sharing the gospel, um, even if like that person can, even if there's like a bit of a seed of curiosity zone where they'll actually maybe consider to like look into it or something mm -hmm. and not just listen to what the world is telling them about like Christianity or Jesus, but that they'll actually kind of maybe open the Bible. Like even if we can make that, I don't know. But like even I was thinking of like, like in the Bible as well, they would have been persecuted and killed for being Christian yeah. and everything. So then I'm like, who am I to think that it's difficult for our generation? <laughs> just True. To talk. Sometimes I'm like, is it just me? And like, sometimes it can be my like self-esteem attacking me. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's like, what would they think of you? But then I'm like, why should I be thinking about that? Because then I'm not like, that would mean I'm putting that above God because I'm like, I'll prioritize that over me sharing the gospel. Yeah. I've had those situations where I'm like, wait, I'll be careful of what I say to this person because I know their beliefs are like that. But then it should be like, you should take a risk and just trust the Holy Spirit will give you the words. Because I, I don't have the scripture for that, I'll try to find a sec. But um, mm. I suppose that's what I need to do more myself. Instead of focusing on what could happen or what could they think, just focus that the Spirit will know what to say or like will help you in that moment. Exactly. Where, yeah. <clears throat> as, and like even, also I think of that scripture where it talks about the great feast and it's like, I always remember the, it says many are called before you are chosen. It's like mm. a lot of people reject the invitations, so it could be like salvation. But like even the fact that you, like it's not something you should hold back and be selfish about. But like even if they reject it, it's fine. Uh, leave it with God. It's not our, um, I suppose it's not within us. Like we can't change them. Like maybe they'll accept it eventually. But even if like 
they reject it, at least you try it. So that's why I'm like, mm-hmm. I need to be willing to like face rejections. I suppose it's accepting that as well. Yeah. And I suppose then maybe we're too, we're putting ourselves too much into that, yeah. right? Because we're thinking that they're rejecting me. But like Jesus even said that, remember when they reject you, remember that they rejected me first, mm. right? So yeah. Jesus is ultimately who they're rejecting, yeah. not use an individual even though yes you are a believer and you are following Christ and you're trying to be more like Christ and um, but try not to let your pride get in the way of you sharing the gospel because I suppose if we really believe that the gospel will save people from eternal separation from the Lord and from you know not getting to be in his presence when they pass here on earth yeah then we should so highly regard that that we want everyone Mm. to know the gospel and we want to share it with people and share it with love as well Mm. um whereas if we're letting our pride get in the way of things it's like like you said am I valuing more how people view me Mm. than their you know opportunity for salvation so true because that reminds me of um I suppose even if they reject you you're coming from a place of love and grace because you're like listen I want to like save you from like a potential eternity in hell. Yeah. <laughs> because I remember, I'll never forget, you know, China McLean. Did you yeah. see the video she did? I don't know. It was, I va- I'm right, I didn't watch it beforehand, but I watched it a few months ago, but basically she was making a comparison of um, sharing the gospel to like basically saving someone from like complete chaos. Mm. <laughs> so then she was talking about, she was like, um, imagine I was having a sleepover with my friend. Now, maybe I'll, you guys should look it up anyway just in case I misword this but yeah she was like so imagine having a sleepover with your friend at your house and you go out to the garden while she's upstairs or something and you see a snake Mm. and then you go up and you say to her okay uh, I'm just warning you uh, there's a snake outside I think this was the context Mm -hmm. and then uh, she was like don't go out there I think I'm completely saying this wrong but I think your one was like um Basically, the idea was whether or not she was going to believe China. Yeah. Be completely again, this wrong. Um, so then like she could be like, no, there's not. I'll just go out myself and then or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm right. I can't remember the full context. But basically, I think she's she's letting her know she's warning her. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's up to her whether or not she's going to accept the truth. Yeah. Um, and appreciate the warning. Mm-hmm. I feel like the it was much more powerful when she said it. Because I yeah. feel like I'm not getting it right. But it's basically like if she didn't say anything, it'd be much worse because then she would just go out and then find the snake and it could bite her. Yeah. Whereas if she said it, she can, her friend can choose whether or not to believe there is or there isn't a snake and then she can go out and find out herself. Yeah. But with like, <laughs> I suppose with us, if people accept or reject, I suppose the truth of the gospel, um, either if they reject it, they'll find out mm-hmm. <laughs> eventually, sadly. But, um, or if they accept it, then they're accepting, I suppose, yeah they're being saved but yeah. um yeah it was a really good comparison but I encourage everyone to watch the video because I'm completely getting it wrong here <laughs> so but yeah no I suppose that we just share the gospel and it's not up to us whether or not someone will be saved or accepted yeah. but it's the you know it's the Holy Spirit yeah it's God kind of God it can work through us to help these people but ultimately only God can change someone's heart we can't change other people's heart um yeah. So, yeah, I think kind of taking that approach to it and Mm. I guess what goes along with that is kind of how do you go about then sharing the gospel? Mm. I find there's so many different ways this can be done, like Mm. not even just through words. Like I would say this, like 
even if you like share the gospel with someone, does your life reflect like you've like devoted your life to Christ and you've accepted Christ? Will, will people see that like Christ likeness in you? Mm. Will they or will they be like, how could she like believe in Jesus if he's supposed to be loving and what she's saying? But then I seen her last week and she was like gossiping or she was like lashing out at people. And she, if your lifestyle doesn't align with that um, and it's consistently not aligning with mm-hmm. it, then I suppose, yeah, your lifestyle is also a ministry in itself of like, yeah, are you kind of, uh, yeah, I suppose, are you, um, what what's the word I'm looking for? Are you pursuing Christ and to be more like Jesus every day? Yeah. Makes sense? Mm-hmm. In terms of like, you want to be more loving, you want to be um, more... Kind of walking in the fruit of the Spirit. So can the fruit of the Spirit yeah. be seen in your life? So I think it's in Galatians. I can't remember the exact chapter or verse, but the fruit of the Spirit being love, joy, yeah. peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Mm. So as believers of Christ with the Holy Spirit living on the inside of us, these should be characteristics that can be seen by mm. other people that we interact with or other people who come yeah. across our path. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and these are things that have to be worked on. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it's through kind of living life and through seeking God that mm. the different elements of this fruit will be developed yeah. in you. So you'll Pretty build true. patience, you'll build love because you've mm. been around people or in situations where you had to be patient or yeah. you didn't want to be patient or you didn't want to show love, but you chose to instead. Um, but it's by seeing you living um, this fruit out that other people will be like, oh, she's a bit different or, oh, wow, even in this crazy situation, this is how she's handling it or this is how she's doing it. Like, what is it about her Mm. that makes, or him that makes them like this? And it's because of the Holy Spirit. And then people will become more inquisitive, more interested, or when you do, or if you do share the gospel with them, they can match it with how you've been living kind of like what you're saying and it's not uh okay you're saying this but how you're li- how you've been living or how you've been treating people doesn't align and yeah. so it'd be very very it'd be way more difficult for them to receive um you know the message of salvation whereas if what you do aligns with what you're now sharing with them vocally when you're sharing your faith you know it'll make more sense and also They'll, when you're sharing your faith, they can kind of identify it like, oh, this is what their faith means because this is the type of person that they've been. Yeah, so true. Yeah, because even, uh, I suppose there's also like, are you at a state, like, do you think you need to be at a certain point to share the gospel? Or is it like, because that's what I'm kind of thinking, like maybe, yeah, you kind of need to like build yourself inwardly and mm-hmm. like build yourself up in the word, read the word and spend time with God mm-hmm. and that will reflect outwardly. Whereas if you're just like a new Christian and they start sharing the gospel, I don't know. Or do you think there's a time? I don't know. Do I think there's a time or like a length of time you have to be a Christian or a believer before you can share the gospel? Is that your question? Before, yeah, before you kind of start stepping out and sharing it, should it be a case of like, um, you're getting to know God for yourself and like know the word um, so that you have revelation and knowledge to like be able to share with people. And you have also that experience of like what God's done in your life. And yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't think there's a set amount of time. And I mm. think that everyone needs something different, mm. right? And everyone's at a different point in their life. So maybe someone who has just been saved 
And like for some people, it's such a drastic change immediately. For Very some true. people, it's yeah. a change over time. So I think just depending on who you're around and it could just be that you're sharing it with your family or less mm. it's your family who yeah, see you the most sense. and then they're noticing that like oh you're not doing this as much anymore you're doing a bit more of this even and it could be very soon after yeah. it could take some time but I think I think once someone's willing to share the gospel they should share the gospel regardless of how long they've been um, a believer and in some cases it's actually people who are new believers who are more Makes excited more, yeah. to share the gospel and people who have been believers for longer mm. may become more stagnant or more Mm. hesitant or unsure sometimes but I think that once you're sharing the message that's in the Bible Mm. which is that you know Jesus Christ is the son of God he died on the cross for your sins and God raised him from the dead and so you now have and so you've been given the free gift of salvation which is saving you from paying for the penalty for your own sins because Christ did that for you on the cross once like that is the message and that Mm. you know when you believe that and you believe that Jesus Christ is your Mm. Lord and Savior and that he died on the cross for you then you know you are saved and then you can receive the Holy Spirit and you're Mm. adopted into the family of God yeah like that is the salvation message Mm. so I don't think there's a point where you have to be at in order to be able to share it I suppose maybe that's more in the sense of if you're getting up to maybe do a teaching or something, mm. then it comes into that context. Yeah. Then again, if you just love Jesus and you believe in him, you want, you're excited to share about that. Yeah. It's like if you watched a movie somewhat earlier, like I need to tell people about Exactly. This. It's like, this it's is not so like, good. Yeah. Even though you've only watched it once, but yeah. it was impactful enough that you kind of want other people so to true. share the experience that you had. Yeah. yeah. So true. Because yeah, it's interesting. I remember um, Pastor Sheila was saying, uh, when she first got born again, she was like a real strict, strict Catholic for years. And um, so when she got born again, she just remembers like, I remember she told a story about her um, going into some, I think they had a meeting in a school or something. Mm. And she was like going into every room, telling people about Jesus because <laughs> she was so excited. She was yeah. like, I just couldn't contain myself mm-hmm. and like the joy I had. She's like, I just need to tell everyone. Um, and it's just, it's really good to hear that. Yeah. That excitement where it's just like you're so excited and you're so passionate about it. Any things of like what, like any thoughts of like, what would they say if I said this? Mm-hmm. They just don't even come to mind because you're just like, people need to know. Yeah. It's like in The Chosen. Do you remember um, The Chosen's like a TV show uh, based on the Gospels? Mm-hmm. But uh, was it the Christmas uh, special they were talking about? Like people must know that was like the theme. Or did you see that one? Yes, I did. I think it's that I or was it the one before I remember there was something that was like people must know yeah and then it was just talking about um, I suppose the excitement of like people need to hear like the word mm-hmm. and like gospel um, that's the thing it's a shame that that like you're saying new believers can have that um, I suppose zeal even yeah. enthusiasm yeah and then it starts to die down so I suppose mm-hmm. it's also like making sure we don't lose that enthusiasm of sharing the gospel yeah because I was only thinking of like compared to like uh, like say back in the Bible days, as I say, <laughs> um, everyone now I'm like, it's we're being put in certain like contexts where I suppose environments where it's not as easy to. Well, I don't know if that's like say they could be out they're out all the time sharing people. Whereas for me, I work from home and it's like I'm sitting on my computer all day. So I'm like, I know you can share the gospel online, but I'm also like, is it like I don't know less effective depend I don't know is today's like less effective now that a lot of people would be say working from home is it harder to share the gospel in that way as well 
I don't know if I'm waffling here, but like, I'm just thinking about that as well. Yeah. You're um, not like out meeting people. Mm-hmm. And you can online actually does like Zoom and stuff, but yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I think of that and I'm like, I don't know. I suppose it could be more difficult in the sense that it's harder to build rapport with people. Mm. Right. So sometimes yeah. like, it's not that your colleagues who you barely know, you're just going to, you know, share the gospel or tell them that they need to be saved. It's more so as you've built those relationships Mm. and as you've gotten to know each other better. So for example, say at work, if someone says to me, oh, do you have any plans for the weekend or what you're doing? I'd mention that, oh, I'm going to church. And so by that, I guess it already shows the fact that, okay, then I guess she's a Christian because she's going to church on a Sunday. And I suppose that probably happened more so, like you said, kind of in face-to-face meetings when you, or face-to-face mm. in the office when you had more casual conversations mm. with people. And now that we're working from home, it's probably yeah. harder to have those casual conversations. Um, but I, I mean, I think it can still happen even like, or even showing how you care. So I think in season one, we did a podcast episode on God and the workplace. And yeah. we were saying how you can show your faith even just by, how you treat people. So like, do you check Very, up on yeah. people? If people were out, do you, you know, follow up with mm. them and say, oh, is everything okay? Or if they mentioned to you they were doing this at the weekend and then you speak to them the following week, you can ask them, oh, how was that event you attended? Yeah. Or how was your appointment? Or whatever it is. And just kind of, you're building rapport in that way. But I suppose over kind of Microsoft team chats, <laughs> if that's what you use or Slack or something. Um, so I guess it, it can be a bit harder because it's harder mm. to build that rapport, to build a relationship enough to a point where yeah. you feel you could share that, especially like, you know, in a workplace setting yeah. where it's a professional setting. Um, but I think it is, it can still be possible because you'll still have your kind of direct team that you're working yeah, with quite yeah, a bit. Yeah. So you'd be building rapport with them. Very true. Because suppose even like working from home, yeah, you will be put in contact with even like new people mm. or whatever. Sometimes I just think I'm like, I love like, when you spontaneously just meet strangers on the streets and you're just like, <laughs> you just have the best conversations and sometimes you feel like they're your best friends and then they can be great opportunities for like salvations or something. Mm. Or like even, but then also you're saying as well, obviously like our character can minister someone building up that relationship as well. Um, sometimes when I'm just like sitting at homework and I'm like, is it more effective if I'm just out <laughs> and about more? <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I like think of that. But yeah. I suppose I just kind of missed that. But, um, and would you, do you have an example of when you share the gospel with someone? that you could share? There was, well, it didn't actually get, well, let me think. It was a weird context. I was, so there was a lady in college and um, I'll give two examples. Um, basically, this lady was, for some reason, she was like on the ground. She looked, I don't know, she didn't look well anyway. Mm-hmm. So I went up to her and I was like, why is nobody like going up to this lady? And she had like these shopping bags for her and I was like, are you okay? Um, and then, cause I was like, this is a lady I could pray for if she's not okay. Um, and then she was kind of like mumbling and I was like, okay, I think she's drunk. So then I was like, just talking to her and she was talking about her daughter and it was all this kind of mm-hmm. like mumbling and stuff. Then I was kind of just saying to her, cause in my mind I was kind of thinking I could get her self- salvation prayer, but she does not know what's going on right mm-hmm. now. So, and then she was kind of hardly taking in what I was saying. Yeah. So then I was kind of just talking to her. Um, I think there was an ambulance coming and then I was just kind of like, I suppose in that moment, I kind of just decided to show her love. And then I was like, I'm going to make sure to pray for you. But then I was like, I feel like if I got her to say the salvation prayer, she would not know what. <laughs> mm. Maybe I could have. But then again, yeah, in that moment, I was kind of like, 
she doesn't know where she is. But then another example was my friend in college. Um, I was, because she would always comment on, um, I think she was going through a bad time with depression and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and she would always comment how she saw me as like such a light and I would just kind of bring a bit of positivity into her day. Um, so we met for a coffee and then I was like trying to tell her about um I was kind of easing into it. Yeah. Um, because I knew she she came from like a very scientific kind of background, very logical thinking. So sometimes I kind of like you have to try figure out like what's what's the best way to kind of approach how mm-hmm. they kind of think. But um so then I was like just telling her about like what Jesus has done in my life and like I don't know, I was kind of trying to explain to her, I was like, the reason I kind of have this like so much joy and stuff is because of like God and like I didn't bring in the Holy Spirit or whatever. But um, and when I was trying to like ease into like towards salvation prayer, she was just very much like, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not really into like uh, the Bible or religion mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then I knew then I was like, okay, I'm not going to force it on her. I'm just going to like sow a seed and leave it. Um, and like I'll, I'll still check on her and just be like, I'll say I'm praying for you or whatever. But that's sometimes I'm kind of like discouraged at that where I'm like, I nearly got there. But then <laughs> but like even they're like, I'm like, maybe those subtle seeds could have an impact. Maybe it's just even saying I'll pray I don't know but yeah then I'm like I don't know yeah I suppose something that crossed my mind there is that I don't necessarily think that sharing the gospel equates to you know having someone say the salvation prayer do you know sometimes I think I'm like just thinking that yeah. yeah and I think sometimes you can get too focused on oh they need to say this whereas yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> but then because I thought of that as well and I was because when I was brought up I like would always hear that mm. and I just think oh they need to say but then I also thought like when I was younger I said it and I just I didn't even know what I was saying yeah because then I like later when I was like like say 17 or something I'd say it and I like knew in my heart what mm. I was saying I believed it for myself whereas you could get someone saying it and it's just like um what's that word they don't actually believe it they're just saying it to like somebody could stop you in the street get you to say it and they want you to go away so they'll just say it and then you walk away exactly but yeah it's like they're not it's, it's the box exercise yeah but it's not actually having any transformation or it's they're not actually yeah. receiving the you know um they're not receiving salvation in that moment mm-hmm. and I think that if we focus more on kind of being loving and you know sharing the gospel just sharing the truth of God's word or sharing what Christ has done for us like what you Pretty were like saying to your friend yeah. you were just sharing kind of because she says she sees a lot of joy in you, you were just explaining why that mm. was the case. Um, and then just not pushing it on people then, yeah. do you know what I mean? Um, and instead, you know, we could just be the ones sowing the seed and then someone else will water it. Or, or, true, yeah. you know, and so let the Holy Spirit do his work. Now, if you if someone is receptive mm. and, and, you know, and I suppose as you're speaking to them, you kind of, ask them oh do you know do they want a relationship with Jesus Christ they want, they want him to be their Lord and Savior I and suppose. I suppose for them to have something concrete to hold on to you yeah, can go that. through that prayer with them but I think our mindset perhaps shouldn't be oh I need to get this person saved when I speak to them but instead our mindset should. should be I'm going to love on this person I just want to share this joy that I have hmm. with with them and just and in doing so you explain where that joy comes from and if they receive it great if they don't they don't but you've still shared mm. you still shared the gospel and then like you said earlier it's kind of it's up to them on whether or not they want to receive it and that'll be the Holy yeah. Spirit's work because that's how I feel like maybe some churches are like approaches have just kind of boxed it into say this prayer in your grant because mm. I went through that where I was like 
I feel like I haven't got people saved unless I get them to say this. Yeah. Then, then I, that thought crossed my mind. I was like, wait, people could say it and walk away and forget about it. Mm-hmm. Which could happen like so much. So then I was like, how does that actually make an impact on their life? Whereas if you actually share, if they can see your enthusiasm and like the impact she's made on your life, they'll want to like know about that as well. Just like if with the movie example, it's like if someone sees how excited you are about that movie, they're like, I'm going to have to see it. Somebody was just saying how good that was. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, if they feel that enthusiasm, it's like, okay, I want to try this out. Or it's mm-hmm. like, I heard a teaching before where the guy was like, uh, he was a pastor, um, he was just doing teaching on a lady. She was like, uh, I think she was talking about like saving the dolphins or something. But he was like, she was willing to stand out in the cold all day in like lashings of rain. And then he was like, what makes you do this? And she was like, why well, just... I love this so much. I'm really passionate about dolphins and everything. Mm. And he was like, just seeing that passion got him really excited. And he was like, he was like, I'm like, he got her, but she got him like, kind of like as passionate about it as well. Cause he mm. could feel her enthusiasm and her yeah. passion. And he saw what she was willing to do to like, like she's willing to like stand out in the cold all day and all mm-hmm. that. Um, so that was almost infectious. Mm-hmm. So I suppose when people see that and they're kind of like, they really believe in this. Yeah. <laughs> so then it's like, yeah. But yeah. yeah, I suppose to finish off actually, well, um, or should I do, I don't know. Yeah, I suppose we'll give the opportunity um, just after all we've said and what we've shared. If you're listening, if you're tuning in and you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, but you want to have that, um, Sarah's just going to lead us in the salvation prayer. But again, it's between you and God. You decide if this is what you want to do. Um, but we'll just lead you in that just so if you've decided that this is what you want, you know, this is the moment when you can do that. So Sarah's going to lead us and then we'll just repeat after her. Amen. Okay, so um, you can say this after me. So I believe that Jesus is the son of God. I believe that Jesus is the son of God. Uh, that he died on the cross. That he died on the cross. And he rose on the third day. And he rose on the third day. And I ask you now to come into my heart. And I ask you now to come into my heart. And be my Lord and Saviour. And be my Lord and Saviour. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And I suppose just to add, this is based on Romans um, chapter 10, I believe, verse 10. So let me just read that out. So um, this is just reads as for it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God and it is by confessing with your mouth that you are saved Mm. and so that's sort of kind of where the basis for saying the salvation prayer comes from but again you have to believe in your heart and it's for you but if you have um, said that prayer the uh, word does say that the angels in heaven are dancing and rejoicing with you (laughs) and also I recommend for any new believers out there read the book of John um, and yeah, just kind of get to know, I suppose, Jesus on like his walk on earth um, and I'll get you excited. So, and get to know him for yourself. Yeah, and you can reach out to us on Instagram and we'd, you know, love to chat with you as well. Yeah. So you can start building community. Yeah. Thanks guys. <laughs> Stay blessed. Thank you. Thank you.